babies. I don't know why you'd ever look at my life and just been like, is that something I want to strive for? It's not fun. I, I, you want to be I, better than me. You're better than me. No. I took the common denominator of that and thought that I was better, but I'm not. I'm just, it has nothing to do with that. Oh. Hey, what do you say we do uh, get into the show, the Simple Mind Sports Show? We talk all things New England sports, latest and greatest. Uh, I'm going to lean on uh, you two fellas quite a bit. I was uh, out of action this week. Don't really know exactly what's going on other than one thing. I am excited to talk about one thing. I uh, share with you fellas in the uh, text chain. And I would like to... Uh, the bigger point. The the bigger point that the obvious one is clearly missing on Mac Jones. Oh, that, yes. When, when you got very yeah. angry. Uh-huh. By the way, yeah. Ray, purple, not your most flattering color. Do I look fat in this? Yes. Uh, let's get into opening takes. Why don't you go ahead there, Dr. Big Mac? Uh, speaking of obvious one, the one thing that we should be talking about on the show is the reported divorce between one Thomas Edward Brady and Giselle Horseface Bouchon. I mean, this is national news. They're both getting divorced lawyers. She doesn't have a ring on her finger anymore. This guy upped and moved his family to Tampa to make this woman happy. And now she's up and leaving him. Just think of what could the magic have been. Could we have seven Super Bowls now if Tom would have stayed and been happier without this woman in his life? Yes. The answer to that is yes. And I just hope and pray that he uh, lands on the right foot and succeeds in having relations with a bunch of Florida trash whores down there in Florida. I like to up that number to somewhere around 10 because I want to blame her for the two giant Super Bowls too. Ooh, good point. Yeah, that was her fault. That was yep. her fault. Yep. Definitely her fault. Um, I don't know if that'll make the show or not, Ray. Maybe we'll slip it in at the end of Simplest Minds. I don't know who you think is dumber in that sh- her. Thank you for also calling her a woman and not a beep. If Bill was here, this whole yeah, segment would, would just be one giant beep. beep. And you already look frazzled enough. I don't want to give you more editing details. I am so. a full frazzle. Full. Look at my shirt. Just fucking crazy. Just a but that's, how you you, that's, that's how you usually wear your shirt. Oh, thank you. Bobby, your opening take. <laughs> yeah, I could throw in a little curveball here today. I want to talk about college football. I'm a huge fan of Here's college mute, football. Mute, 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 mute. Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. Specifically, Michigan football. We're going to talk about it. They're undefeated. We got rid of the Mac Jones of college football, Cade McNamara. Get him out. Input JJ, JJ McCarthy. They're on their way. This sport's the only sport that can get me to watch random things going on. I can watch random college football games. I don't know if I can do that with other games. But and also it'll give me a team to root for that might be going somewhere with the Patriots looking how they are this year. That's where I am with that. Okay, we're not going to talk about that. Um, Let's talk about (laughs) what we are going to talk about. Uh, My opening take is the greatest time of uh, the year for sports is upon us. The fall, October. Now, normally, if uh, Heim Bloom wasn't such a douchebag, we'd have a little uh, playoff baseball. We'd uh, we'd have obviously the NFL, college football. If you're into that type of thing, if you are that kind of person, stop it. That takes your cutoff sleeve and tucks them around your neck so we can see those bony shoulders. If you're that type of person, you got college football. Uh, if you're into hockey, hockey's coming around the corner. You just got all kinds of shit. It's just basketball. Uh, Bass, thank you. I didn't. I did not mention basketball. College basketball is about to kick up too. Very frazzled. Fully full frazzle. Um, it's just a great time of year for sports. It's also very friends. It's a frenzy. It's a frazzled frenzy mess uh, for sports. But 
Um, Ray, I know you can relate to this as a man that has no outside life. Um, the weekends cool. and weekdays Beautiful. are just full of joy. Get your week, get your uh, yard right. work done by like eleven o'clock, and then just October's the best sports. sports month of the year. I think that's it's 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 fair to say October can be the best sports month of the year. Yeah, mm. you can that's you, you can get some like early bad weather football games, or like at least just some cold ones. Uh, that's fun to watch. Uh, and then um, yeah, it's just that was my opening take off the top of my frazzled brain. So um, we're not going to talk about that either, but we will be talking about, uh, we have a zappy for Bailey. Bailey zappy is the uh, new starting quarterback for the Patriots uh, player profile. Our new segment, Bailey zappy will be under the gun. We've got a lot of good stuff on that. Ken, uh, including his girlfriend, Ray, I'm sure you've already Instagrammed. He has yeah. a girlfriend. Hannah Lewis. By not, the, your not, commitment. Not, not the, not the singer. Hannah Lewis, but. I don't know who that is. Uh, we'll do a little uh, Patriots-Lions Lions talk. Uh, Celtics preseason kicked off. The Bruins will have started their season by the time and next time we talk. Their hospital squad will be on the ice. Uh, Heim Bloom has officially started his offseason. They're not waiting. Uh, ownership has already stepped in. We'll give that a little uh, shed a little light on that. And Simplest Minds of the Week have some decent candidates. So a lot to get to, not too much time. Welcome to the Simple Minds Sports Show, Friday, October... Seven. Seven. Welcome to the show. It's fucking today, dummy. Dumbass. He doesn't even fucking switch his calendar over. I don't know my calendar. Full frazzle, right? Fuck you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. Uh, okay, we got a zappy for Bailey. Uh, Bobby, this is basically just your segment. Um, you're, the camera's mm. pointing up for a reason. Almost we had can't... the dream scenario last week. Almost. Yeah. That's so what we should have talked about, too. Why isn't that on the table? I got to give yeah. Rich a blowjob. Here it is right now. Go ahead. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll lay it up for you. You guys can give me your uh, close, overall impressions. Bailey Zappi coming in in relief of one Axel Rose. I mean Hoyer. Uh, Bailey no, Zappi. Brian. Goes, his name is Brian. His name yeah, is Brian. Him. He's now. back to Brian. He had mm. one day as Axel and fucked that up. Yeah, he fucked it up royally. Well, he's had thirty-two million dollars of a career of of yeah. Axel, and then every yeah. time he goes he's back a, to Brian, he is a thief. Is what he is. He <laughs> should be kicked off the active roster spot. Kick him out and just make him a coach if you want him around. No more. Yeah. Oh, he is. He's on IR. So, bye-bye, Brian. Yeah. Bye-bye, Brian. Uh, so, Zappy comes in, goes 10 of 15, 99 yards, and a touchdown in relief. Um, uh, many people are giving him credit. Uh, the excitement of the unknown was in full bloom. Uh, we could see Bobby Zappy from here uh, for the kid. More so the the uh, the situation that you were trying to opine through your mind. Uh, but frankly, I thought he kind of stunk. Uh, he was marginal at best. Um, he He's was... wearing a sleeveless shirt, and you're going to say that? <laughs> I saw bold, of, bold of me. I thought he stunk. I thought he was frazzled. I thought he had a classic rookie, uh, was turning around the pocket. His first drop back, he got stripped, <laughs> was throwing balls at people's feet, and the ones that he did connect on were in the air for about 45 fucking minutes, including the touchdown, <laughs> and he underthrew Nelson Aguilar, which should have been another touchdown. I... Fine, whatever. You you come in in relief against Aaron Rodgers, sure. Well done, I guess. 
I just I'm not overly impressed by him. So I'd tuck it up into my waistband and hope it drops before the next Ooh. period. You know what I'm saying? You get that I reference? You. I know what you mean. <laughs> Go ahead. Your oh. overall impressions of Zappy. Oh, yeah. No, I'm in total agreement. He's not particularly good at football. He just, The only thing he deserves <laughs> credit for is not shitting his pants. He That was the first game he dressed on the road, Lambeau Field, limited. Who knows how much practice snaps he gets. And it managed to look like some sort of a viable NFL offense. So he deserves credit for that. But no, I, I mean, you put it right. He's a pipsqueak. He goes back there and <laughs> like, what is this? like, and in the even after everything happened, classic pipsqueak. Pip he, he fucks up the third and five play. He yep, could have won the game after everything. Hunter yeah, Henry he had was Angle open. Or, any, he, any uh, no, he had Born. He had Born open on that, where he could have just lollipopped another one to him and for another twenty-five yard gain, won the game. And he and threw he, it at whoever's just, foot. Well, you know, he he the second that he was seeing any pressure, he ran out and then he just threw it out there. But yeah, no, he lost the game, but he deserves credit for not shitting his pants. I mean, that's I guess. for whatever that's worth. Ray, uh, you guys. First of all, Bailey. First of all, Rich should get credit for not shitting his pants because that's an everyday occurrence. So congratulations today, Rich. You didn't shit your pants. But yeah, I wasn't impressed by him. I mean, he came in and out of relief. He looked scared. He looked like you seeing ghosts back there in the pocket, especially on that third and five in overtime. He just looked lost. He couldn't throw the ball, couldn't get out quick enough. But apparently, he has a strong arm, so I want to see what a week of practice with the number ones do this week against uh, when he goes up against the Lions. But, yeah, it was uh, it was all right. Not, nothing to be impressed about. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. Um, I don't know what else to say uh, about that. Um, do you I think, think a week of practice? Like, do you think a week of frazzle mode? You think a week of practice is going to change that? You think? No. So, oh, I I know what I was going to say. So, um, and I think even Zoe said this on the on the broadcast that it looked like they had even some packages set up for him with how comfortable he kind of did look in a lot of stuff, a lot of play action. They did more play action with Zappy than they did with Mac Jones in the first three games. Um, so it felt like they were, and there were some uh, rumors that Brian Hoyer, sorry, Axel at the time was going to have a short hook. Um, and they were basing that on the last time they saw him, which was the Kansas City Massacre in the end zone. So um, I think that they had already prepped Bailey Zappi for some real-time snaps. Uh, so to answer your question, does a full week of practice and this kid with film on him now give him a, a better chance? No, probably not. He's a rookie. Detroit's, rookie. Detroit's one of the worst defenses in the league. Uh, he... My answer stands. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah, I mean, Bailey had every advantage. Green Bay had never seen them not prepared for him, so they had no idea what the hell he can do. So the art of surprise might have hit him. But even what after can a he week, do? He can't I, run. He your strong arm. Did you see the touchdown throw? He's too I'm short. Just, I read the thing. That's what they said about it. Yes, you. If he's six he one, he's Drew Brees arm. size. You ever see Drew Brees try to throw over the fucking line? He's on his tippy toes and every he's tall. Like. And he's, he's lost every big game and that's ever been put in front of him except for one layup Super Bowl because he keeps throwing picks because he can't see where the ball's going. That's exactly what it reminded me from Bailey Zappi in his big uh, arm, quote unquote. Um, I don't mean to dump on the fucking kid. He's just he's gonna stink. He's gonna yeah. stink. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> when, when is he when is he gonna stink on Fuck Sunday? Uh, we'll get to that in maybe a little bit. Before we do that. Let's do a player profile on one Bailey Zappi, the uh, the future suck ball of the New England Patriots. Getting to know you. Getting to know you. Getting to know all 
all about you. Uh, Bailey Michael Zappi, if you would, born April 26th, 1999. Fellow Taurus. Uh, that's a zodiac sign, I think. Or is that a... Uh, yep. Uh, parents uh, born to Michael and Sammy Zappi. Very supportive. Very supportive of, of Bailey when he went through his struggles uh, in college. Uh, pushed him to uh, to a success. He, he struggled in college? You'll find out. He had a brother named... Uh, he has a brother named Trent. He's also a football player. More on him later. They're both. They're all from Victoria, Texas, born and raised. Bailey Zappi stands at six <clears throat> one, not really two twenty. Six one two twenty. By the way, is kind of fat. Yeah, I was listed at six feet in the basketball too. So we all please <laughs> six feet and one sixty. My license also says six feet. I'm bragging you. over here, guys, assholes. Ray's average height four five four. Uh, we've already discussed his girlfriend, Hannah Lewis, not the singer. Apparently she quoted or tweeted, uh, when Zappy came in, OMG dot, dot, dot. It's Zappy hour. She, that was on an Instagram post. So I think I don't like it. Zappy hour. Like it's like no. happy hour. I got a Zappy in my pants. That is the play that she should have had. Yeah. We got a Well, it sounds like she thinks he's goofy going in there. That doesn't sound very supportive. No. Yeah, I can't believe this stiff is getting some actual playing time. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe change the channel. Uh, it's zappy time or zappy it's hour. Zappy hour. Uh the couple has celebrated She's their five. She's just waiting year... for the time that he gets she gets introduced to Mac Jones so she can slide in. Sophie mm. Scott's gonna have something to say about that. So Sophie Scott's a smoke. Cat fight. The couple celebrated their five year dating anniversary in September. Five years. Uh kids twenty three. So I don't know. I don't know what that says to me. He's loyal. He's got he popped a little their loyal cherry. gene. <laughs> That's what that means. Uh, Lewis has publicly supported Zappi's NFL career on social media since the Patriots trapped him in the fourth round out of Western Kentucky, which would be strange if she didn't as a five-year uh, long girlfriend. Uh, Trent, the younger brother of Bailey Zappi, uh, Trent Zappi, uh, following in his brother's footsteps, he's a freshman at Western Kentucky University. He's a linebacker standing at six foot tall, 215 pounds, also stinks. Uh, as it says here, yet to make any noise uh, with his performance at the college level. And unlike some youngsters, isn't the biggest name in the game. However, he may be a late bloomer like his brother. I guess we'll find out. Speaking of college, Zappy started uh, nine games his first year. Houston Baptist was not very much, was not recruited by many people. Uh, Through for 15, 1,548 uh, 1, yards and five touchdowns, 10 interceptions while rushing for two uh, more touchdowns, but then picked it up. His junior year, 3,800 yards, 35 touchdowns. Senior year, 1,800 yards, 15 touchdowns. Uh, and then the, the pandemic happened, entered the portal, went to Western Kentucky, and this is where Bill, Bill Belichick found this guy. Broke every record possible with that big-ass arm of his race. Let me find the numbers. The regular season in the football bowl subdivision, the FBS, he threw for 5,545 yards, 56 touchdowns. Just before the 2021 Boca Raton Bowl, he had nearly thrown for 1,100 more yard, yards, more than the second-ranked FBS quarterback, Will Rogers of Mississippi State. He had 1,000 yards more than the next best guy. Bailey Zappi. Then he went on to break all the records. Pro quarterback. Pro quarterback Bailey Zappi. Uh, after the bowl, he broke every record. Finished with 
5,967 passing yards and 62 touchdowns. The numbers are kind of fucking crazy. What's the FBS college mm. football guy? That's the uh, division two. Well, it's division one, but the subdivision. Yeah. One, nine, one double A. So he stinks. Yeah. Yes. Well, he also won CUSA most valuable player in 2021. First team, all CUSA Earl Campbell, Tyler Rose award, Southland co-offensive player of the year in 2020, 2021 Boca Raton ball offensive MVP drafted uh, 2022 by the Patriots in the fourth round. He was expected to go in the sixth or undrafted signed to a $4.3 million contract with a $647,000 signing bonus. He's $866,000 against the cap. That is Bailey Zappi in a nutshell. What do you guys think about uh, the uh, the brother? Think he's going to make it? No. He's smaller no, no. and skinnier. No way. And he plays linebacker? No fucking way. Well, he's yet to make an impact on the college level. Yeah, gain some fucking weight and grow. Then he will. <laughs> Did you learn anything from that profile about Bailey Zappi? Unimpressive. He went to a lot of small schools where he shined, and now yeah. he's in the NFL. Anytime you come from a school with a direction in it, you're generally not good. That... No, no, no. North Carolina, they're always good. Uh, fucking throw exceptions at me. South Carolina, they're good. What are the other directions, right? That's the name of the state, West Raymond. Virginia. North and South Carolina is the name of the state. What are you talking about? North Eastern Carolina. University. Carolina. University of North Carolina. I know, yeah, but no. But uh, Western Kentucky is just a, a part of Kentucky that they need uh, they, they needed to name so people would understand where it was. East Carolina. Stinks. That's a good example. Bad. Florida Gulf Coast University. I can't do this. Let's throw it over to headlines with the obvious one. <laughs> Damn it, I was just writing them. <clears throat> Thank you there, Richard. Uh, Red Sox season is finally over, and uh, Sam Kennedy says that the Sox need to spend in the offseason. No shit. Uh, the Bruins open the season next Wednesday, October 12th, in Washington against the Capitals, and Ray Sardama says they will lose. Uh, the Patriots take on the Detroit Lions this week in a must-win game for both teams because they both stink. Uh, and finally... Thoughts and prayers to Tom Brady. I hope everything goes well down there as he is officially getting divorced from one Giselle Bouchon. Uh, this has been Headlines with the Obvious One. Back to you, Richard. Brady's a free agent. <laughs> Pick him up. Free agent. How, how do you think he goes about this? What does he do? Oh, gonna lay geez. some fucking pipe. Yeah, he's, he's gonna, gonna fuck. Yeah, but everything. how does he do it? Does he? What does he do? Oh, well, he's, he's, gonna he's gonna clooney it. Oh, is he, you think he's gonna he have an entourage of, of women? Younger, you think he goes to some of the younger bucks? He's like, guys, haven't done this in a while. What, what do we? Can, can we? What do we do here? Nope. He's gonna. Ask for tips. He's a Hollywood guy. He's gonna call Clooney and Leo and just talk to him about mm. their tactics and how you keep mm. it on the DL. Give he's best friends with Jeter, so he's got a playbook. Mm. Um. You know, he's been a monotonous guy his whole career. He's 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 going to uh he's gonna stay a free agent for quite a long you time. You think he was only banging Giselle? Well, I don't know if he's a cheater or not, but he was been married his entire time in the NFL, uh, okay. basically. That that's a better way to say it. He's or been he's been it, always or, in like well, that's not true. He went through his horse stage with Tara Reed and then uh Ooh, you know Bridget Moynihan that. 
locked him in, right? So, you know, he knows how to get around. And do you think I'm Tara Reed like him. writes in her diary every night? I fucked up royally on that one. Depends on if uh, the plastic surgery is swelling her eyes shut or not. True. I didn't put this in the in the um, email because full frazzle. But here's what I would like to talk about: the obvious one. What well, the obvious one is missing here. Your statement was if Bailey Zappi uh, starts this week, which is questionable because Mac Jones is uh, going out there and hero balling it, looking to get back into the game. He's if standing Bailey's- there. If Bailey Zappi were to start this week and start the next several weeks and go three and one and look good, you have a guarantee on the table that Belichick moves on with Bailey Zappi, um, which I don't think is correct anyway. But it's not the point that I was trying to make. The fact that Mac Jones was diagnosed with a severe high ankle sprain that was uh, expected to take him out six to eight weeks. And in week two, he's out there in pads, slinging the ball around, taking reps trying to get back into the game shows you that he's a competitor shows you, shows you that he wants to play. There are endless first round picks that we could take example of and say, Oh, they would use the excuse and the money excuse that I'm not risking my future. I'm not risking my future earnings just to get back on the field and take that six week uh, vacation. Max trying to get, he tried to get back for green Bay. That's the headline. Mac Jones is tough. Mac Jones is your leader. Mac Jones is gaining momentum in that locker room from at least his peers and probably his coaches at this point that he's that he's the leader that they need him to be. Now, if he can figure it out on the field, throwing the ball, then that, then now you're now you're onto something. But it's not that fucking that he's afraid of Bailey Zappi. He he wants to bury Bailey Zappi in the sand, similar to what Brady want to do with any other fucking guy that came in behind him. The best quarterbacks in the league don't miss time. They play and they play and they play and they play and they play. That's the story. Mac Jones uh, is the story, not Bailey. This will be Mac Jones' second week that he's missed, so I guess he's not playing and playing and playing and playing. I agree he's a competitor. I just don't know if he has the talent. I I, I think he's got that. I think he's tough. I don't think he's like I, – I think he wants to play. He took a shitload of hits last year, got back up, never complained. I just – I don't know if he's good. Well, he's better than Bailey Zappi. I can guarantee I you that. Agree. Which I, is, yeah, I mean, he would never go three and one. Bailey Zappi is not going to go three and one. That's not happening. Even if he does, here's why they won't go with him. He's a rookie. A I mean, rookie at quarterback. Belichick doesn't even play rookies at fucking safety. What the fuck did Mac Jones do last year? He was forced into it. He wanted to start Cam Newton. Cam Just Newton say. got COVID. He so played he a fucking forced. rookie all last year. He was forced into it, and Mac Jones actually came in and played. Bailey Zappi <laughs> is not going to do that, and Belichick no. will not. If he has an option not to do it, he won't. Guaranteed. We can put that. We can put that in some type of wager, Raymond, if you'd like. That's not going to happen. Bailey Zappi will not be playing into November. Yeah. Well, if no, he goes three, and, if, if he's, he's go ahead, Bobby. Go, go, go. No, right, go, go, go. I'm just saying, if he goes three and one, they're going to roll with this kid. No, they're not. Okay. Yeah. No. No, the story would be if Bailey Zappi is playing that they go one and three or oh and four and the season's done. If yeah. Bailey Zappi has to play the next month. Yeah, there's two there's two of this. If Bailey Zappi goes three and one and throws 31 touchdowns and two interceptions, maybe if he's the next fucking uh heir apparent, but that ain't happening. Okay. Yeah. So it's not. It's just it's, he's not playing in November unless Mac tries to go out there this week and actually snaps his ankle in half and you're stuck with him. But, uh, mm. we'll, we'll be seeing. Mac I, don't Jones Mac, here in, I, I don't think Mac Jones is playing this week. But. I think the 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 um, the right bet is that he's not going to play. Yeah. 
But November I said 6th, it last week. I'll say it again the... this week. If he does, that's the story, and it's a good thing. November 6th is if when anything, maybe he's back. the backup. Maybe Zappi goes in, and he's the emergency quarterback. I think he has to be. Who else did they sign? Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert. What's his name? Yeah, yeah, Garrett that Gilbert. Guy, whoever that guy is. Yeah, he looked like a he looked like an accountant in the locker room. He probably was. He probably is. I mean, he he wasn't playing football yesterday, so when now he's he he had to have been doing something. He's not smart enough to be a CPA. He's, <laughs> he was out there washing fucking golf balls for somebody or something. All right. Uh, a very quick break. We'll be back to talk about some Celtics. What's his name? Gilbert? Garrett Gilbert. Gilbert's the last name, yeah. GG. God help us. Maybe he'll come in and, and look really good, Ray, and go three and one. And we won't and see him. He'll be, be the star. next. Yeah. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> Garrett Gilbert Godfrey is the next Brady. We'll just run Wildcat with Harrison Stevenson. No, you know who they said? They said the, uh, the emergency quarterback in Green Bay was Hunter Henry. Ugh. That's scary. That's very scary. And they were just going to run Wildcat. With and fucking Hunter Henry? Yeah, you know what's funny? They would have scored basically the same amount of points. Mm, I don't think Hunter Henry has that touch pass to uh, Devontae Parker on his... That was uh, like the first drive, though. Like, you know, injury comes after that touchdown. Not to mention basically that, that, the same that was point like total. three seconds of a delay a game. Yeah. <laughs> It was, it was a delay game, the first one, and then they're standing there, zeros on the clock for three seconds, and then hike the ball. Like, what was going on? It's the, the combination of Skinny Ray getting plays in on time and a rookie quarterback who stinks is uh, not – if there's a prop bet for delay games of the Patriots, slam the over. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it, it's like Judge and Patricia are arguing with each other on what call to make. They they treated delay a game like Belichick treated holding against the Super Bowl and the Rams. Like they can't call it every time. It it, no. it may be time, it may be a clock, but like they don't have the balls to call yeah. that twice in a row. <laughs> they won't do it twice in a row. We'll get another three seconds and we got the advantage. Yeah, we'll make them we'll make them show that hand. Fucking call they, blow the whistle. They they found a a loophole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh I'm sure Bill Polian's on the phone right now trying to change that. Uh, all mm-hmm. right, let's talk a little Celtics preseason very quickly. Not a lot to talk about here. Uh, I watched uh, maybe the first, not even the, the whole first half of that first game against the Hornets. Here are my three takeaways. Jason Tatum looks exactly the same, which pisses me off. He's still trying to uh, start his offense 40 feet from the basket. I don't think that's a winning formula when you get into uh, the playoffs and when you get into the championship. And I think we saw that last year. He needs to develop a back-to-the-basket game inside the three-point line. Doesn't look like he has it yet. Jalen Brown, on the other hand, looks fucking awesome. Watched, read some stuff about how hard he worked in the offseason and and um, bettered his game. Quicker shot release. I saw that immediately. And then Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, looked like he was just trying to fit in, doing a little too much. Had some wild passes, bad turnovers. Ended up with some like twelve points in twelve minutes, though. So, I think he's going to be good. Um, and then they signed Blake Griffin, which I don't know. I'm not too mad at. They needed front court depth. I think he can still play a little bit on offense. He's fucking putrid on defense, but if he can knock down some threes and be a creator, then in a facilitator, that's what they need. With Robert Williams out and Luke Cornett as your backup to. Oh. 37-year-old Al Horford. 
Blake Griffin's no. I'm I'm better. I'm I'm more. I'm better off with Blake Griffin than Carmelo Anthony. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah. Any thoughts? You guys, you guys watch any of the preseason yet, or paid any attention to the Celtics yet? Uh, I saw the first half as you did, and the stars looked great. They were blowing out Toronto, and then the backups went in. No, they played Toronto as well. So maybe I didn't watch the same game you did, but they played Toronto, and the stars played great. They were run up to score, and then the backups came in, and they looked like caca. What backups, particular Pritchard? Yeah, Williams. Just a second string guys. Yeah. Including Brogdon? No, he wasn't there. Sorry. It was like the end of the bench pretty Derek much. Derek White? No. The guys uh, that won't even be on the team? Yeah, so the so what so it doesn't matter. <laughs> the guys that doesn't matter. God, I hate Frazzle Rich. Bobby, you think the think let me give you a scenario. The last five guys in the court, Smart, Brogdon, Jalen, Jason, Al Horford, Rob Williams at when he's healthy. Is that your best? We'll say it again slower. Smart, Brogdon, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. When healthy, Robert Williams. When not, Al Horford. Is that your? That's the best lineup. It's probably the best five. It it depends on who you're playing. If you even have a big on the floor at that point, with the way the game's played now, but that's probably your best five. I mean, it, if you're going to want to set yourself up to mirror how the other team's playing and. It, they're probably going to want to mirror. I mean, the way the game's played now, it's all about three and running back. So they're going to mirror how it is, but those are probably the best five players. I think but a lot of it is you're matching lineups with what the other team's doing. I don't I think, that, I think that if, if it's Rob Williams, I think that lineup matches up with anybody you want to put out there. I think they're massive defensively. Mm. Uh, I think yeah, they're a big team. those four guys can switch on literally everything. Um, Brogdon is a, was a terrific defender. And then offensively, you add Brogdon in the mix over a guy like Grant Williams or even Horford. He just brings more offensively from the wing where the game is played now. I think he's going to be massive if he can stay healthy and he's on his game. Guy averaged 20 points last year. He's averaged 20 points yeah. in his career, and he's a facilitator. Like, it was just a really good pickup. That five, Ray, is... He kind of seems like a quiet leader, which the team needs. It's like, Tatum's their best player. I don't know how much of a leader he is. I mean, that kind of you kind of get lost in like your best player is usually a leader. I don't know if he's that. They might be like following the guy, but I don't know if he's the one that really like leads the team. And I, it seems like Brogdon can maybe fill in a role like that, where he can kind of take like a senior leadership on the team. He's had a lot to say, all positive, but he's not afraid to vocalize himself. Well, but he's very good friends with Jalen Brown, who I think is a vocal leader on that team. The only thing that get in the way, Raymond. Let me see if you know where I'm going with this. Marcus Smart. <laughs> Thank you. The only thing that can get in the way of that is Captain Marcus Smart. The you were shaking your head in that Celtic. Yeah. You were shaking your head in that lineup. You don't think that's your best lineup? Oh, uh, I enjoyed the lineup where they had the bigs out on the court last year. I liked when Rob Williams went healthy, Al Horford, Tatum, Brown, and then Smart or Brogdon. You so if we could, so if you could swap Brogdon and Smart in that situation. Mm-hmm. You're liking that? I think that's mm-hmm. a no-brainer. Yeah. yeah. Well, like that. except then you got to deal with Marcus Smart. Yeah, but when he was on the Missoula's guys, that game, what what what, what series was it? <laughs> yeah, Missoula, Missoula don't play. He'll just have a couple yeah. drinks and picture him as a woman. It was the Heat series <laughs> when they benched him for the final like seven minutes and they put him the in for, in the last one and he's still almost gonna throw it away. Yeah, it was the Heat. It was the Heat. 
uh, and they looked cohesive as shit with Derek White out there as opposed to Smart. Imagine putting Brogdon out there instead, who could actually score and facilitate. Yeah. White's, he, White had a couple games where he was unconscious, and then some games where it felt like he, he wasn't. But I think Brogdon is more consistent, consistent other than yeah. Derek White. So that's why yeah. I would rather have Brogdon in there. I'm with you. Uh, any thoughts on uh, Blake? I hope the Kardashian curse doesn't come with him. I think he. I don't think he's a big enough piece of anything for the Kardashian curse. Doesn't though. matter. That stink stays. Fair enough. <laughs> I think he's just there to fill out minutes till those guys get healthy. Yeah, which I'm okay with. He, so he had some comments um, when he first got there, which were positive. No, take take for granted. He just came from Kyrie's uh, Brooklyn Nets dumpster fire. Um, but when he came in, he said, I, you know, it's just a locker room that I haven't been in or part of in a long time in terms of uh, cohesiveness and um, uh, like bonding. The guys love. are all really close brotherhood, whatever you want to call it. And they're just super welcoming to him. And, um, you know, if, if you want to call that their the Celtics biggest Achilles heel over the year was their chemistry, then that's probably a good sign, especially if considering that coach just got fired for banging that. everything walking. Yeah. So sorry, what you say? Same thing. I was going to say, if if that locker room seems tight right now, then based off of the scandal that they have right now, that's a great sign for the team. I think a scandal might help them, especially if they like Missoula as much as people are saying they are, they do, because I don't think NBA coaches are that big of a difference maker, except for reining in egos. So if they're tight and they respect and want to play for Missoula, they got the talent to go to go win. So. We'll see. A couple weeks to the regular season starts. Uh, all right. Uh, quick break. We'll do. Uh, oh, Hockey Guy Ray will give us uh, a couple Bruins thoughts. <laughs> the Bru Wednesday, their fucking season starts on Wednesday. Here are your lines. I don't want to go too much into this. Uh, because I haven't been paying attention. But here's Hold on the line. a second. Hold up. Before you go any further, Bobby, you a hockey guy? No. I can't say that I am, no. <laughs> we'll, bring, we'll, bring, we'll bring Bobby in for the college football uh, yeah, segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're, so, they're often. I'll use myself during the hockey talk. I'll, I'll misdirect. I'll find ways to derail it. Yeah. <laughs> during those I college say, football. I say go bees. Go bees. Okay, well, well. well let me give you some information then. Uh, your, here are your lines or projected lines for the season. Your top line, Patrice Bergeron, Jake DeBrusque on the right, and Nick Felino. Old balls, no knees, Nick Felino, uh Patching in at left wing with Taylor Hall week to week. Um, that pushes uh, the young kid Zaka down, who they traded for, into the Krejci line. Zaka, Krejci, and Pasternak. That's your number one line. That's your top line. It should that still should be, be pretty good. Your third line, uh, Coyle and Smith um, had something going last year, but they were playing with Frederick, who they dropped down below. Now they have punched in this journeyman, A.J. Greer, who was the preseason Madonna. I don't know if you can catch lightning in a bottle. Sure, I guess. But now your fourth line is Frederick, Nosik, and Lauko. Here's my question. They fired Cassidy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Stadnika made the team, but he didn't, he didn't land on one of these lines. But no Lysel, no um, uh, McLaughlin, the what Bill call him, long neck, yeah, <laughs> fucking little foot with his <laughs> giant neck. Uh, none of there's no youth movement here on the off, at least on uh, throughout the forward group. 
And I thought that's what they were trying to do, but apparently not. And there's no youth minute movement anywhere else. I'll just give you the defensive lines uh, pairings. Lindholm and Carlo. Then you got some combination of Riley, Zaboral, Forbort, Clifton. And right now they're slotting in Olmark to start over Swayman. So there's not an ounce of youth movement at all. All the while, you got Marchant out for two or three months. You got McAvoy out for two or three months. Grizzlick's out on is on IR. Paul is out week to week, and they're still plugging in the Felinos and AJ Greers of the world to try and backdoor themselves into a first round exit. I just—they're not going to make the first round. They're not making the playoffs this year. This team is going to stink. I don't think they're going to stink, Ray. I just question if they're going to have if they're going to be able to stay above water enough before they get McAvoy and Martian back. Because when they get McAvoy, Martian, and Hall back, they're going to be good. They're going to be yeah, actually. They're going to be good. But that's a one to two month wait, and that's if everything goes as planned. Yeah, and maybe that's what they're hoping for. You have to imagine that that they weren't willing to uh, nosedive their season, especially after they brought back two 37 year olds to head up their forward group. And why is Allmark and starting goalie? Why is Allmark? Is that just because he's of been a, better? He's been the better goalie in preseason. They, 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 this is what they do with goalies. That's why they still have this five million dollars skid mark. Is they are not, they're too afraid to give one guy the net and watch him slump for a week or two and then come back. They want if to. Sweeney back. has a job at this time next year. I will be shocked. They re fucking signed him. He's here for another three seasons. So, Jacob Unless should just go and fire, and fire everyone. Fire like Bill says. Fire the whole fucking team. Bobby. Sounds like a cracking season. I thought he was going to say go Wolverines. I thought he was going to say go Bees. I thought he was going to go Bees. I was hoping. Afternoon afternoon delight. Uh, We'll talk about the Red Sox, which is also uh, one of Bobby's strengths. Sarcasm? Do they still play baseball? Skyrockets in flight. Afternoon delight. You guys have it, I think. Afternoon delight. I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy. Not anymore. Not anymore. Red Sox aren't playing baseball anymore. Mm. They done. Uh, we're right in the offseason. Uh, they had basically their exit interview, the management of the Red Sox, including Heim Bloom, and everyone was on the same page that their offseason started that day, uh, which it should. They have $140-ish million to spend, depending on how you want to look at it. Mm. And... Queen, if the you're hot listening, stove begins. fucking toot toot because Sam Kennedy and Warner and and fucking John Henry are going to go buy themselves some Xander Bogarts and some Raphael Devers and whoever the fuck else they want to buy because they uh, had their lowest attendance in 20 years of ownership at Fenway Park. Uh, they came in last place again when the Orioles are in your division. They had a team that quit. Uh, at parts of the season because they didn't believe in management because of the moves they were making. You're going to, they're going to go, they're going to go buy some talent. They're going to go buy some talent. Ray, you agree or disagree? I see you shaking your head. Uh, strongly disagree. I don't, I think they're just, they're not in the mode to spend anymore. They're going to use that 140 to pick up these journeyman guys and just fill the roster and just spend that way. They're not going to go get this big splash. Maybe they signed Xander, but is that a big enough splash to keep the fan base around? I don't think so. You need to put a winning product on there, and it starts by spending 
way over the uh, luxury or yeah, luxury tax. And uh, I don't think they're going to do it this year. I think it's all about pinching pennies and saving it for his other Liverpool and the Pittsburgh Penguins and shit like that. So I don't see it happening. Here's the deal with that, though. $140 million still puts you under the luxury tax. So you have $140 million to go spend and still sound and look cheap as the Red Sox. So even if, if it's 30 to, to Xander and you extend Bogarts for 25, you're still looking at almost $100 million to go sign a starter, to go sign, to go pry Edwin Diaz away from the Mets for $19 million a year. Like you can bring in four or five massive, massive players, including two of your own, who which would make the fan base happy. If they let Xander Bogots walk after another last place season, after treating him like the John Lester's of the world, they're they're gonna lose fans. At least you see for the, a short time. You see that game against the Rays where all the players were hugging him? Like, pretty much this is his goodbye. Like, I don't know. It, it didn't look good. Well, I think that that might be up to him if he wants to come back. Because I've been saying it for months. They're going to offer him maybe not top of the market, but they're going to offer him something substantial. Yeah. Something substantial. So, uh, no baseball for you, Bobby? No, it isn't. A passion, I would say. No, not really. But I, I would say just from a simple perspective, re-signing your stars, that's kind of a big thing for New England sports. People want to keep – they want somebody to root for. Star fuckers is what we are. Mm. Star fuckers. There was also we'll some see comments. see John Henry wants to spend the money, or maybe he's going to spend it all on Liverpool. Maybe he's done with the Red Sox. He might be. Yeah, no, it's a it's a good point. I, I certainly don't. We've said this before. The passion from ownership doesn't feel like it's there. Uh, they feel disconnected, um, which I think supports my point that their bottom line is their bottom line. And they and they've done it before. They have a track record of doing it over 20 years of win big, drop your payroll, fire your management, lose big and then spend a bunch of money to get back on top. This has been their roller coaster ride basically uh, since 2007 uh, when Theo left. So uh, I just anticipate it. I anticipate that happening. Verdugo made some comments about um, he came from the Dodgers. And he was talking about winning organizations and spending money and having prospects. And uh, he said something to the Oak of, you have to spend money if you're a big market team. You have to have uh, big market players, but you also have to have young guys coming in and supplementing those that roster. And if Heimblum's done a good enough job over three years with his fucking farm system as much as he said he should, then go spend $100 million on some big names and let these young kids fill the gaps. Although I don't know how much true that is based on Jared Duran's experience. I was just going to say that. Just going to say that. Back. So, uh, yeah, uh, here's what I'll tell you. Uh, this is a make or break off season and season for Heim Bloom. If they blow it or if they go journeyman and blow it specifically, he's gone. He's gone. You gone. Um, and that'll just be the latest exodus of guys that will probably go on and do great things because now in the playoffs this year, you have uh, Tito Francona, who was uh, uh, maimed going out of Boston, leading the Chicken Guardians of Cleveland into uh, the playoffs. You've got Mookie Betts, of course, on the Dodgers going for another ring. Kyle Schwarber was an easy re-sign for, for Bloom. He's with the Phillies going back. And who runs that Phillies organization, Raymond? Uh, Dave Dombrowski. Uh, Dave Dombrowski, your last World Series winner for the Boston Red Sox, fired his ass so you could go cheap with Heim Bloom. So you got a plethora of guys out there in the MLB that left the Red Sox uh, that are making the playoffs. And yet again, your Boston Red Sox finished in last place. Way to go. Way to go. 
Simplest Minds of the Week after this. Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. Okay, well, let's start with two. Let's see if you if you can remember the other ones or find the other ones. The first one, I don't know if we talked about this one, but it's been going around the uh, the, the sports social media world. You see the ring pop proposal? Oh, the guy. Was that a college game? A girl, yeah. uh, a guy Bobby proposed to a, was it a cheerleader yep. that he proposed to? Wait, what kind, where was it? I think, right? I think it was just, it was just like his girlfriend in the stands. Okay. Yeah. Either way. Uh, Is that a Toronto game? Yeah, Toronto. Yeah, Blue Jays game, yeah. <laughs> Full on proposal. I think they put it on the Jumbotron and he pulled out a ring pop <laughs> and she slapped him. <laughs> so that's a no? That's a no? That is, how can you be that fucking dumb? That's so bad. I have to, I have like, to he wonder. He thought this through. He thought it through because he brought the ring pop there. So he thought that this was a good idea. Oh yeah, no, this was. But he tell? Did he tell the organization, you know, how to get on the big board and people watching him, being like, "Hey, I'm going to do this." True. and then fucking pulls out a ring pop. That's even mm. insult to injury. This is my True. thought that maybe he had a stage five clinger and was trying to get rid of this girl for a long time and couldn't. This shit. Just couldn't dump her. Just couldn't. You know, she kept hanging around, hanging around, and uh, he's like, you know, I gotta, I gotta really up my ante here and do something that. <laughs> Just not there's gotta be a better way than making yourself look like an asshole. (laughs) I don't don't, don't know what's worse, being looking like an asshole to a couple million people on TV or dealing with some chick that you just don't want to deal with. I'd take a I'd take a on that one all day. Well, (laughs) why you got some experience in that, right? Nope, nope. Uh, how about your uh lawsuit streaker? Uh, I forget which game this happened to, Full Frazzle City. Want to clue me in? LA Monday night game, the uh, the Rams. Oh, yeah. Duh. Uh, Rams streaker down the field. Bobby Wagner lays him out. And now he's, is he suing Bobby Wagner? Or is he suing the Ram or the uh, I think he's going stadium. both, isn't he's, he? He's, he's filing char- assault charges. No. <laughs> Doesn't it say like, on your ticket that you can't go on the field? Like you are uh, prosecuted if you go on the field? Something yeah. like that. So I think Bobby What was Wagner's this guy filed. even protesting? What was he protesting? What's his beef? I don't dead. know if it was a protest. Is every streaker a protester now? Oh, well, he had a shirt. He was he a protester because he had yeah. like a shirt. Oh, well, that makes sense. So he's some he's some friggin' uh, bleeding heart douchebag protester. Goddamn hippies! And Bobby God Wagner had hippies. no fucking time for that. He just wanted to go on with his game. Yeah, fuck that. He's pissed. Jacks this guy up, and now he's uh, crying about it. The audacity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I w- I am curious to see how that how that shakes out if it just gets thrown out completely or uh or in the bylaws does it say like if the player gets involved or is there any protection for the player because if the sc- security took him down that's their job. Well, what happens if you go into a job site and you just start causing a ruckus and an employee tackles you and waits for the police to come? That's the same exact thing that Bobby Dude, burglars win lawsuits all the time. <laughs> they break right. into houses. New angle the- here. Wagner's going to jail. <laughs> He's done. Breaking Contracts news. void. Contracts voided. And another hit for the defending champion uh, LA yeah. Rams. Their season is just going in the wrong direction. <laughs> I had. The, I found. Yeah, I found the other one. It was the kid that had the uh, fifteen team parlay. Bet ten dollars to make seventy four thousand uh, dollars. Was going into Monday Ballsy. Night Football. Yep, going into Monday Night Football. He was fourteen for fifteen. All he needed was the Rams to win. 
He could have cashed out for $23,000, refused, said let it ride, and ended up losing because of the Rams loss. So I feel like if I was on a 14, a $10. So I was talking about this. This kid clearly isn't a better. Like he's just like one of us, just throwing some money down. He doesn't he's have rich. a lot. I don't think he is. For 10 bucks, throwing just $10. How old is this kid? Uh, college kid. Call him like between mm. 21 and 25. Maybe he comes okay. for money, but he doesn't have any. No, right. he's, he's in college. Just... His parents got money, but they didn't, you know, he's not working off a of trust. He said he yet. was really a ride because he says, oh, Lady Luck's on my side. I'm just going to let her ride. Idiot. I would have taken that $23,000 and said, thank you. Uh, but yeah, yeah let no, ride. no shit. Uh, of course. Yeah. But that line, that Monday night line was, was pretty enticing. And the 49ers fuck some people up on that one. Oh, of course. Yeah, what fuck the, this kid the, out of $74,000. What the Rams getting two and a half? No. Mm-mm. They're giving two and a half. Well, either way, at mm-hmm. home against the 49 Jimmy G, who looked like a 210 student last week. Like, you got, that's tough, probably one that's of his, his kids' friends like that. Got, got his phone and was like, nope, lock it in, let it ride. <laughs> <laughs> and I get half. <laughs> I call it. Bitch, it's I call done. it. I call your winnings and I'm going to put it. It was a $10 bet. Rams. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that kid's an idiot. Yeah, I thought he was 74. It was 74, but he could have cashed out with the 23. Ah. You know how DraftKings, like, if you're winning a bet, you can cash out early or whatever if it's up to Oh, that during last. the Monday night game. Yeah, he could have cashed out right before Monday mm-hmm. night for 23000 He refused and let it ride. Dumbass. What an idiot. All right, this has been the Simple Mind Sports Show, Friday, October 7th, right now, today. This is the day we're doing today. Uh, today. So, great. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Capital of Pennsylvania. Not a boy. I smoke you in this geography piece. Hmm. <laughs> oh, we're drinking. Cheers. Where's Robert? He must be uh taming his zappy right now. Attending to it, I like to call. Attending. Attending. I have to make some attention to my pants, Zappy. <laughs> I mean, there's so many things that you could market off of the Zappy name. Endless possibilities. Happy Zappy. I'm excited for my Zappy. Let me resend. How are you not talking about Tom and Giselle either? Fuck you, Raymond. <laughs> I'm just asking. I was going through the rundown. We can talk about whatever you want. By the way, take a look at the headlines. I already looked. Good luck. Thank you. You're going to see a wing of all wings today.
Wing, 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 wing. God, look at that sexy zappy face. He always looks so goddamn confused. Because <laughs> he has a zap. Oh, is he going sleeveless too? What's going on, oh, gentlemen? Man. Wow. It is a sleeveless. <laughs> Getting real cocky. And comfortable. <laughs> I like it. I like oh, it. There we go. Now we're back in the saddle again. Don't okay, quit. yeah. Full frazzle mode, but I'm, I'm raining it in. I'm raining it all in. Did you just get home today? I got home last night, but uh, there's no daycare today, so I'm fucking. <laughs> Enjoy drinking. Yeah. Hey, one's okay, too. Fuck it. I don't know why you haven't looked at my life and just been like, is that something I want to strive for? It's not fun. I, I, you want to be I, better than me. You're better than me. I, know. I took the common denominator of that and thought that I was better, but I'm not. I'm just... It has nothing to do with that. Oh. Hey, what do you say we do uh, get into the show, the Simple Mind Sports Show? We talk all things New England sports, latest and greatest. Uh, I'm going to lean on.